This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Under the Skin. There's no tagline for a movie that did this bad at the box office. You look like the kind of guy that would use his own farts for lube. Welcome to Slaughterhouse, Princess. I'm confused by that statement. I'm Hotlanta. I'm Troy. They're misty. And we're all back together again. Very, very misty. Yeah. Mm. More of a shard at that point. Yeah, the isn't mist it? farts. I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> a nice brown mist. Ah. And we watched <laughs> yeah, we under to, the let skin. Let that sit there. Let what? it hang in the air a bit. Yeah. What we watch? Under the skin. Under, the, under a skin. Under, starring Scarlett Johansson, as suggested by my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Who is now having her Christmas present changed Johansson. as we speak. Yeah, well, that's only fair. Well, it could be changed up, it could be changed down, you'll find out at the end of the episode. But it is definitely different. Who yes. knows? But so, Chris, where does the movie start, Chris? Uh, it's it starts at the with all that stuff that's happening. Yeah, in the the solar eclipse world or whatever the fuck is happening. Yep, <laughs> I believe I described it as two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Also, it's probably like the 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 twelfth to fifteenth minute of Superman. The uh, the you know the 1977 or 78 movie, yeah. And uh, an accidental theme apparently for the last week or so is uh, movies that make you think the sound is broken when they start. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the first line of dialogue in this movie is 13 minutes in. Yep, which is long, but at least it was. Presumably English. Yeah. It was a type of English. Yes. It was Glasgowegian, which uh, if anybody is familiar with their accents knows that Glasgowegian is a tough accent for people to understand. I caught about every 11th word. Uh, Did you guys put subtitles on like I told you to? No, we just rolled with it. Okay. If you would have told me to, we would have, but Chris, you don't know any better, so he didn't. Well, I did put it on the Discord, Brett, so if you had looked at the Discord, you would have seen that. Yeah. I still blame Chris for this somehow. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Hotlanta. He's a fart luber. Uh, so, yeah, we get, like, a light show, which, which is presumably a spaceship arriving at the planet Earth. Some sort of craft. Sure from the stars. It makes an eyeball eventually. That's all I can tell you for sure. Yep. Oh, I thought it was the eclipse of the sun or something. Yeah. This eyeball, eyeball centric movie. Yeah. And then, uh, we meet up with motorcycle guy. Yeah. Who's driving through the moors of Scotland. And he, uh, he's riding along down the road, stops, Heads down into a culvert of some sort. You know, for corpse recovery. 
Yep. Yeah, like, how did he know that there was a woman's body down there? It wasn't even a marked culvert. It's just, he saw that there was a white van parked on the side of the road. He stops, goes to the like little walk, like little like set of steps down into the the void, the black, for all you can see from the shot. And he comes back up with a woman's body. Yeah. So he's he's the pickup artist. You gotta he get picks up somewhere. women's bodies. Might as well be down in that spot. And uh, he puts her in a handily uh, adjacent white van. Yep. And they go to the white void? Yes, the white lodge. Not to be confused with the black one. No, black lodge is later. Yeah. Where uh, he undresses her. Well, no, no, no. Ghost World undresses her. Right, Ghost World does. Ghost World Johansson. Yes. Undresses her and takes her clothes, even though they're of, like, different body types. Yeah. Oh, no, we discussed it. It fit. Yeah. Ish. If I've learned anything from this movie, it's that all women have interchangeable clothing. Yes. Because that is totally a factual statement. Yeah, bras. The women can just, you know, they can just borrow each other's bras, no problem. Yep. The sizes are all just a myth. It's yeah. just a yeah. marketing scheme to get their money. It's all, yeah. it's, it's a trick of perspective, you see. <laughs> like that picture uh. where it's like three bars, but it only looks like it should be like two bars because that third bar doesn't have anywhere to really start from. Like that. Yeah, like that. Or is it like them pictures you stared at the mall back in the 90s until it was a sailboat? Well, when I was at a mall in the 90s, I could stare at a lot of things and see a lot of things due to my uh, recreational you, activities. You were on acid, dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know this. Because I was drunk. I know. So, yeah. So, the, but then now we get um, Ghost World now driving around in the van. In the other woman's clothes. Yeah. The dead woman's clothes. The dead Linda. The yes. dead woman. Whose name they do not mention in the movie at all. Over the Linda. No, nobody's name is mentioned in this movie. No. Actually, no. Uh, there is, in a news report later, one one guy who is named, at least... There's lots, but we've lots, not got, lots, we've not gotten to him in the movie yet, so I won't say who it long is. Long shots of faces. Yeah. So she drives around Glasgow. They really want you to know they have faces. Yeah. Well, but she's she meets up with motorcycle guy before she leaves. Oh, okay. In the they're in like the dilapidated house. Yeah, they got a fist bump. And yeah. again, it's never clearly stated. But it's pretty clear that motorcycle guy is is the boss of the, the yeah. whole operation here. He's the brains and she's the bait. Yeah. So she heads up uh, in the van to drive around. To look All over fucking Glasgow. Well, first there's like a uh, like a makeover montage. Right. Where she changes out of the dead girl's clothes. In, Which makes in, you wonder why she changed into the dead girl's clothes in the first place. 
Well, lest she be nude when she heads to the mall. Oh, okay. And that scene made me very nostalgic for when you used to be able to walk shoulder to shoulder with 63,000 people in an yeah. enclosed space. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah did anyone else? Like, that was like one of the scariest parts of the movie. Nobody had a mask on. They it were breathing on each other. It was a mall. Yeah. Like they're bumping into They're touching each other. And you're like, ah, no, it's not right. Their germs were kissing. Yeah. And she uh, she gets herself a new outfit. You know, one that wasn't on a dead person. And also some uh, lipstick, because that's important. Yep. It's not. Yep. It's not. You got to get sticks for your lips, dog. Yeah. Lips on sticks on lips on sticks. And Read then, your fucking uh, book. She starts kind of driving around. Looking, looking at people. Yeah, and it's all dudes. Like they, they like you know, like they're basically just they drive around Glasgow, and anytime they see a guy walking down the sidewalk, they they train the camera on him and pan along with him as they drive by. She's trying to find her a gentleman suitor, and she'll uh, she stops and she's like, "Hey, man, I'm like lost or something. Are you alone? Do you have any close?" ties familiarly would anyone know if you died let's say (laughs) for example you were to die right now who would know that or care yeah and uh she finally finds somebody who just to clarify you are alone right but one of the guys the first guy she asks has like a thick ass glasgowegian accent and you're like it took me about a third of the way into his directions to figure out what the hell he was saying i could understand the word then but that's really it. It was just then with a bunch of stuff in between it. <laughs> that right? Uh, yes, there was words in there. There's a right. There's rights and lefts and things like that in there too. Then, and but. that's that's basically like a third of this movie is her driving around trying to find suitable uh, suitors. candidates, suitable yeah. suitors, targets, targets, and. She finally finds somebody who fits the criteria. Yep. Was he alone? Yes. Would anyone care if he died? Uh, no. He's fine now. Put him in the van. So she, uh, she, she's like, hey, why don't you just hop on in and you can tell me how to get to place I'm going. And, uh, and presumably what happens is she uses her uh, feminine wiles to convince him to have intercourse. Yeah, as evidenced by the fact that he gets naked and has an erection. He did have a naked erection. I mean, it's maybe it's a cultural thing. I've never been to Glasgow. I don't know. Maybe that's just how they say hi. Yeah, I don't want to step on anybody's toes if I ever go to Glasgow. So I should just be yeah. prepared to have an erection all the time? A nude one? Well, yeah. It, I mean, you have to bring your you have to bring your Viagra with you. I don't want to look. Otherwise, like some, you're considered rude. I don't want to look like some yeah. Yankee tourist. Yeah, you don't want to walk around all flaccid when you're taking right. your pants off. <laughs> They'll be like, "Ah, you fucking out of towners." They don't even have ragers. Yeah, you. It, uh, you don't tip and have an erection when you take off your pants. That's what I know. Yeah, I mean, you can't measure dicks if your dick's a dick is soft. You know, I mean, because some people are growers, some people are showers. You know, you gotta. The only way to truly, to, the proper way to measure it is is fully erect. 
Oh, thank you. I wasn't sure. I don't believe that for a second. I've been wondering about that. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Uh, but yeah, I will say though, at least this this movie does up our dick to boob ratio. And you're uh, a urologist, dog. Oh, and I want to say for the record, Nick apologizes. He realizes he's fallen off of his game as of late with movie recommendations, and there has not been enough penis, and he is actively seeking to rectify that. So, oh, good. Th- thank you, Nicky Poo. Yeah, just so everybody knows. He's always trying to yeah. rectify the penises. Yep. Yeah. Classic well, Nick. Th- but he's not trying to rectify it, I hope. No, just rectify. No, he lives in the okay. States, so that's not something we do culturally. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, but at least, and I think we get bonus points for having erections. That's definitely not something you usually see in a movie. Yeah. I mean, a a non-porn movie. Erections. Yeah. So, uh, what happens is she takes them back to her dilapidated house where they enter the, uh, the Black Lodge. Yes. The void. And they seem completely unfazed by the fact that they are in a black featureless room with like a mere black mirror floor. Yeah, after they go through like the fucking health hazard that is the ground floor of this place. I mean, it look it looks like the mansion from Fight Club on the first floor. Yeah. And I mean, I don't care how hot somebody is, if I look into your front door and I'm like, no, I'm gonna definitely get some kind of respiratory disease from going inside. Look like, at all that mold. Yeah. I can smell I mean, it when you open the door. Yeah. So uh he ends up at the the Black Lodge where a very specific thing happens. She walks across the floor. Backwards. He follow backwards. Yeah. He follows her and slowly sinks into the floor with each step. Yeah. And everybody who I, enters the Black Lodge takes off all their clothes immediately, except her. Yes, except her. She just takes off most of them. Well, she takes off more each time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I assume that has some kind of meaning artistically, but fuck if I know. Chris takes off more of his clothes each time. I wear a lot of clothes, though. I know. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, like, we're how many episodes in? He's still not completely nude? <laughs> He's been taking them off for seven years. He's got a problem. <laughs> a lot of layers. Oh, a lot. Of, it's starting to... It smells <laughs> awful. <laughs> the first episode, <laughs> he was like the fucking Michelin man. Like, I could, couldn't put his arms down. He was like yeah. the little brother on a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. stuck in a T-pose the whole time. <laughs> Daddy's gonna kill Ralphie! Yeah, we watched Elf today, so I saw Ralphie today as an elf. Yeah, man, your 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 clothes smell bad, dog. You've been sweating in them bitches for seven years. You are allowed to take them off in between podcasts and wash them, Chris. He doesn't. Nope. It's, nope. Yeah. He's committed to the bit. Yep. He's got his convictions and all that mess. So, uh, read your book. So, yep. The guy gets just, sucked into the water floor. And he seems completely unperturbed by the fact that he's just slowly, like, just sinking into the floor as it closes up, as it, as the liquid, like, closes over his head. He's just kind of like, yup, this is happening. As far as he knows, he just got laid. Well, it's, it's just, like that. It's, 
Yeah, it's like that meme with the dog with the coffee cup and everything's on fire. And he's like, this is fine. It's fine. I want a large framed version of that. That's one of my favorite things I've ever seen on the internet. It's just called the, the 2020 calendar. Oh, you so spoilers. You're not going to like the uh, giant goatsy I got framed for you for Christmas. Oh, that's fine. I like <laughs> that. I thought that was your favorite thing you ever saw on the internet. <laughs> it's my second He favorite. got you a nice, like, six foot by eight foot tapestry of it. Awesome. Yeah. Nope, it, that's fine, too. It glows in the dark, so that way you can never not see Goatsy in all of its glory. Too? Uh, no, it plays music, though. Gundam style. I don't know why it does that. That doesn't seem to make sense, but... Yeah. <laughs> or it's like Teddy Ruxpin, where it, it talks. It, it moves along with the music. <laughs> <laughs> gross. It is. It is gross. Yep. Talking about whole jokes. I <coughs> Jim Carrey did it first. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> Hilarious. So uh now we jump smash cut to a beach. A shitty yes. beach. You Some can tell it's beach? shitty because it's rocks. Well, it's a fucking European beach. Like oh, basically every beach I've been to in Europe is just tiny rounded rocks. Yeah. Like they don't have like sandy beaches in Europe. It's just because really. European At grains least... of sand are much larger than American grains of sand. No. It's still better than like a main beach, which is all just jagged rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean there are sandy beaches in Europe, but the, the pebbly kinds are very common as well. And uh Ghost World meets up with uh, a gentleman in a wetsuit from the Czech, from the Czech Republic. Was he alone? Did anyone care if he died? And, no, uh, he's just camping out on the beach. He's from the Czech Republic. Yeah. And then we uh, we see a lady in a coat in the water. Not sure what's happening yet. She, yeah. And then we see a gentleman run after her. But she's chasing a dog yeah. that had swam out like into the sea and apparently was getting pulled out into further into the sea while I was trying to swim back. So she was swimming out to get, to get the dog. She starts floundering. So, you know, like they teach you in life for life saving merit badge in, you know, Boy Scouts, you definitely go chase into the the sea the people who are already drowning out in the sea. You don't, yeah. you don't How call anybody, you don't get any help, you just go out there fully clothed, and and then when someone swims out there and saves your ass and brings you back to the beach, you must immediately turn around and go back into the sea. Well, now you can only do that when you've abandoned your small child on the shoreline. Yes. You have I to mean, leave a baby behind. It's an anchor baby. You leave it there, and it, it will pull you back home to the beach. Yeah, it's, it's like a... That's how anchor babies work. Yeah. It emits a noise so you can find (laughs) your way back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of dead people now Mm -hmm. in the sea and a dog. Yeah, and the the camper guy was in a a wetsuit. 
uh, and had gone out and saved the husband who then promptly went back out into the sea. Yeah. But the, apparently that wore out the check, the check swimming guy so much that he just passed out on the beach. And he gets a uh, then bad case of head rock for his trouble. Yep. Yep. I like that part. That part was fun. I liked when you hit him in the head with the rock. And then presumably she throws him into the the Black Lodge, but we don't see anything about that. Feeds him to the void. Yeah. And then she goes out looking again. And she ends up getting caught in a bachelorette party, also known as a hen party in that part of the world. And they take her to Sunday. They kind of like grab her and take her into a club where she is overwhelmed by the sights and sounds of a club. I was overwhelmed by the sights and sounds of that club. It was pretty sightly and soundly. It sure was. And Glasgow then custom for groups of women to just kidnap another woman walking up the road. Oh, sure. I mean, when you want when you want them to have a good time, that's what you do, I guess. Abduct them? Because, you know, like I said, it was a bachelorette party, so they're like, oh, we're going to have fun all together now with our new friend here, Stinger. who we will then promptly abandon in the club. Well, she does run off to the secret second club in the basement. Yeah, like you have to go through the kitchen, down a stairwell, and it spits you out into another club. And you're like, huh, like, is this actually a secret club or is this club just have two entrances, one above and one below? Like, I don't know. Is this a metaphor for go descending into hell? I don't know. Stuck in a loop, dog. And so uh, she meets up with a guy there who, uh, you know, fits the criteria of being alone and uh, horny. No one would care if he yeah. died. And she uh, gets him to come back to the Black Lodge. Yep. And he gets the nude erection walk slowly sink into the floor treatment. Right, but then he gets to look up and he sees, her, you know, like the bottom of her feet on the floor above him. And then he looks forward and there's just a dude floating in the black void with him down here in the, you know, because apparently they all float down there. And, uh, and then that guy's like skin starts like emptying out. And he kind of becomes just like a skin husk. Yeah. And then like gets sucked away. Yeah, and then we get to see the conveyor belt of slurry. Mm. Yeah, that goes into like some kind of furnace type thing. At least it it's a glowing rectangle. Lumpy cooking slurry. Yeah, it's like a metaphor or some shit. Yeah. I know, it's like Elastigirl from Doom Patrol is kind of what it looked like. And then uh I don't I don't know, the slurry goes into the red thing. Yeah. Presumably, it's fueling the ship. Yeah, or 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 them somehow. Maybe it's some sort of it's, food preparation they're, mechanism. They're feeding, they're feeding humans to something for some reason. Yeah, green. It's a real soil and green scenario. Yeah. And then, oddly enough, she goes out hunting for another dude. Yeah. And, and so she's driving around, it's dark and it's cold and it's rainy and she stops to talk to this guy and he says he's just going to the Tesco and 
Well, she asks if that's first before that guy. The motorcycle guy shows up, and they're in the brick floor void. Okay, where, where he kind of walks around and stares at her. I don't know. You gotta look at her. He just kind of stares I'm- for a while. And then, I don't know. Exactly. That that happened, I guess. Yep. I skipped over that part because it was completely unimportant. Apparently. I just wanted to point out that when they're in the void, it has a a floor because the motorcycle guy has keys to the executive void. It's because he's the executive vice president of voids and void marketing? Yeah. In Void Inc. But anyway, yeah, so that happens. And then she's out hunting again. And that's and when the, the rowdy the rowdy teens show up, I think. Oh, yeah. The gang of hooligans start trying to rip her car apart from the outside. So she puts the windows up, and that stops them. And then when she drives away, that usually that took care yeah. of that. I kind of wish she would have like gone like tentacle monster or something and like slapped him around on the concrete a bit, but that did not happen. But she looked kind of scared for a second when it happened. Yeah. She was tripping because most of the time when she's driving around, she just has like a completely blank face. She only like gains like animation to her face and body when she's talking to people. Yeah. That's cause she's dead inside. So she finds this guy who, like, he gives her directions, and then she asks if where he's going is on the way. And he says, well, yeah, but I'm happy to walk there. She's like, but it's cold outside. You know, why, why, don't, you come in, why don't you come in into my nice warm van? And he's like, okay, fine. And he gets in there, he takes off his hood, and he's got neurofibromatosis. Is the uh, is the apparently what he's been diagnosed with, but he's got kind of lumpy big head. Yeah, is you know the way to describe it. Yeah, and he's he seems very like reluctant to pull down his hood because you know he gets. I'm sure he's been made fun of for the way he looks. Yeah, and apparently they this dude they cast him like that's just the way he looks. Like they did. There's no prosthetics or anything. The dude just looks the way he looks, and they're like, you know what? We're going to cast you. And I was like, apparently he got hit by a car, like, right before they cast him, though. Like, they literally, like, did his casting in the hosp- in hospital. That's weird. Yeah. I'm going to be trivia on this one's a little weird sometimes. But, uh, but yeah, so, but she, like, doesn't react to the way he looks at all. And just treats him like another one of her victims. Yeah, which... I mean, you think that guy would be like, oh, this is a red flag for sure. But like she compliments him on his hands, but then and then comments about how cold they are and then turns the heater on for his hands and takes him back to the Black Lodge. Yeah. Which is this is when she gets like finally when she gets fully nude in the Black Lodge. Yeah. And he uh, so, he still gets sucked down into the floor liquid. Yep. But then the the black the black skeleton 
alien is there? The scalian. Kind of like, yeah, like overlaid with her, or underlaid with her or something. Yeah. And then she, but she ends up like leaving the Black Lodge and just going staring in a mirror for a while. Yeah. And then she leaves. <clears throat> but then we see at when she leaves, he's also there nude. Yeah. Because and she, he just like runs out of the house naked. Yeah. And she just cuts him loose and he's off through the fucking Moore's field. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then like motorcycle guy, like comes into the house and stares in the mirror for a while and then leaves. Yeah. And then he, and so, uh, the, the last, the, the last almost victim like makes it to presumably it's his house. Yeah, I think that's and, that's where he was heading. Yeah, and then motorcycle guy shows up at the house, opens up the guy's car's trunk. Boot. Yes, his boot. And uh, knocks the guy out and then throws him in the boot of his car and then drives off with him. Yeah, but, but that nosy old lady from next door is watching the whole time. Oh, yeah. And she calls all the none of the police. Yeah, none, none of them. She just watches. That's helpful. And then Ghost World, like, drives off into the country and stops and gets a slice of cake at a restaurant. Yeah. She doesn't Which eat she, very properly. Nope, she, like, gags on it because I don't think she likes the taste of chocolate. Yeah, so, uh, she just kind of wanders out of the restaurant, heads to a bus stop. Yep. Where uh, a guy's there, he's like, uh, tries to make some small talk, but it don't work. She gets on the bus. The bus driver's like, uh, hey, uh, you ain't got a code or nothing in uh, Scotland. What's up with yeah. that? That seems like a bad choice. <laughs> And uh, the guy that was at the bus stop with her's like, "Hey, uh, you you okay? You all right? You need you you good? Can I assist you somehow?" And not like a creepy way, but in like an altruistic way. Yeah. And she decides to uh, head with them. So they make a quick stop at the store to get some bread and some shelf eggs. <laughs> Yeah, because in Europe, you don't need to refrigerate your eggs. Wild. Europe, man, Europe's wild. They live on the well, edge. They, just, they don't wash the eggs, and so the natural protective coating keeps them from going bad when they're at room temperature. Wow. And she, uh, he takes her home. He makes uh, some kind of bean toast egg mess for her. Oh, proper fry up. Oh, uh, sure. And they uh, they watch some TV, which consists mostly of a guy making weird noises and has a jar. Was it Stephen Fry? It okay, maybe. Now that you say that, I th I thought it might have been Stephen Fry. I wasn't certain, but I I couldn't tell. They, he wasn't on the screen well enough and clear enough, like long enough or clear enough to tell. But it kind of looked like Stephen Fry. Yeah. It it seemed like some kind of like 70s era like 
talk show. Variety show. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like variety show or like the kind of like uh Johnny Carson like has a stand up guy on kind of a bit. Or, yeah. Yeah, it was hard to tell. It's it was weird, whatever the hell was going on. And Yeah, uh, it kinda like he was making fun of someone who speaks like Arabic. Well, and I think the joke was he was supposed to be psychic. Oh, okay. Because he's like pulled the string and then it, the thing comes out of the, the jar or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't understand yeah. any of that, just like most of the rest of it. And uh, so we uh, we see the guy after the TV watching time. He's doing the dishes. He turns on some music. He's tapping his foot. Uh Ghost World starts tapping her fingers. They're she, rocking out. Yeah, they both have the music in their soul now. Yep. They've got canned heat in the in their shoes. And she uh canned meat. He takes her up to the guest the guest room, gives her some tea, wishes her uh good night. But then she uh decides to get nude and check out her parts. Well, no, they start to bone. No, that's later. That's after the castle. Oh, okay. I guess I missed her checking out her parts. Yeah, she's just like standing okay. in the mirror, like looking at her everything. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then... Yeah, uh, then they... They head to some ruined castle, which you can just do in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, and... uh the there's like a stream they have to cross and there's no bridge or anything. And so he just picks her up and like walks through the water. So that only he gets wet and then puts her back down once they get to their side. How chivalrous. Yep. And as all this is going on, motorcycle guy is zooming around everywhere, presumably looking for her. Yeah. Cause she's gone off the reservation. A wall rogue native. Yeah. Whatever terminology you want to use. Wilding out. I wouldn't say that. Shut up. She's got a full Nick Cannon. Yeah. And they have a they have a good old time at the castle. And he has to like walk her like there's like a spiral staircase they go down and he walks backwards ahead of her to help her go down each step carefully. Which reminded me of some of the vacations I've taken. And they uh they head back to his place where now they decide they're going to have the coitus. And they make out a little bit. He uh, he goes to seal the deal. She kind of freaks out and then uses the lamp to check out her parts. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was. Was that like she like she like they like he broke her hymen and she started bleeding and she was confused as to why she was bleeding or she was confused about why a guy could go inside of her or I'm not sure what exactly she was confused about there. I mean, with the later scene, I think it was, it was the suit got messed up. Uh, okay. Is got my, that guess. makes more sense. Like she was afraid he'd torn something. Yeah, on the, the skin suit. Yeah. Either way, she needed a lamp. Yeah. So she lamps it up. Yeah. And then she takes off. Yep. 
and heads to the Into Pine the Barrens. Woods. Yes, the pi- yeah, the, the the New Jersey Scottish Pine Barrens. <laughs> yeah. And she's walking around uh I guess trying to just figure out what's going on. Yeah. Or, or trying to decide what to do. Who yeah. knows? All the whole time motorcycle guys still motorcycling around looking in hot for her. Pursuit. Yep. She runs into a dude in a high visibility jacket. Yeah. We call him the firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. I think the woodsman is what he's uh, credited as. And he has a conversation about how this is a great place to go. But watch out, it's real wet like. Does he tell her about the hut? No, she just kind of finds the hut, I think. Okay. And she uh she does she finds I uh, like a courtesy cabin. Yeah. For people hanging out in the New Jersey Pine Barrens in Scotland. Yeah. You know, to hide from the 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 New the Jersey Devil there in Scotland. Yeah. And she just kind of takes a nap. Yeah, which I mean like that that hut was mostly like made of like stacked stone. So I would have thought she would have lit a fire in the in the fireplace because I'm sure it wasn't that warm in there. At least it wasn't windy, I guess. It wasn't windy and the rain wasn't falling directly on her. So, yeah. And uh, she's awoken by uh, the woodsman. Giving her the old Donald Trump. Yep. He tries to grab her by the pussy. And uh, she doesn't like that. No, oddly enough, you know. That's 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 the thing about women. They usually don't. Yeah. It doesn't it's, matter how famous you are usually, really. They just don't. It doesn't feel like a thing we should have to explain to anyone, but here we are. Yeah, apparently, but apparently we do to our still president for uh, about a month, maybe a little bit less. And a little she, bit more. She uh, runs off into back into the New Jersey Pine Barrens. And she finds a semi with like a bunch of stacked up trunk tree trunks on it because someone's been logging. It's a logging trunk truck. Yep. So she honks the horn to try to get somebody's attention, I guess. I'm not 100% sure. Well, she's trying to first she tries to find the keys, but can't find the keys. I think she accidentally hits the horn while she's doing that and then just lays on it. And then uh, the woodsman shows back up. Because he's the one who's been doing the logging. Yeah. She tries to run off, but he catches her. And uh, he starts trying to choke her. And basically, he's trying to to rape her. Yeah. And uh, in the struggle, he, uh, he, he stops and pulls his hand back and is all freaked out looking because he's busted through her skin suit and exposed her real form underneath. Which yeah, like her is, black is I can't gooey to some degree, I guess. And he runs Yeah, I don't off. know. Yeah, I can't, I can't tell if it's carapace or skin like or like scaly or what, but it's it is not human. It's, it's something. 
so she uh she sheds her sticky people suit. Yeah, well he runs off. It turns out that uh the black skeleton monster from earlier is basically what she looks like under the skin suit. Ah. Yeah. But the weird thing is so she takes off like the Scarlett Johansson face and then turns it around and looks at it and it still like blinks and like moves its mouth and stuff. It has eyes. Which is and it which is really fucking creepy. Yeah. And uh Woodsman shows back up with a can of petrol and he's like, Haha, gotcha. He gives her a petrol shower. Yep. And then sets her on fire and she melts. And she uh, runs into a clearing and kind of falls over uh, while Motorcycle Man stands on a cliffside and stares out longingly. Uh, I don't know what he's up to. Yeah. Maybe knows what's going on. Maybe is just taken in the view. Not clear. Nope. And then the movie ends. Yep. Finn. Well, I mean, not without a final scene of uh, the camera just facing up into the sky. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, it snows onto the camera. Or possibly ashes. Uh, It melts. So it's, I think it's snow. Yeah, dog. Because don't melt. Because a bit of it does fall like in the lower left hand corner and it starts out looking like white and then it slowly like melts. And that was uh, this, more or less. Under the skin. Under the skin. Hotlanta. Nah. Hey. What? Go. Oh, I'm so sorry. Eh, it was boring. Boring as all get out. I'm very familiar with Scarlett Johansson's face now. Because three quarters of this movie <laughs> are just long shots of Scarlett Johansson's face. Uh, oh yeah, and you saw the sun for a while. And, and it's 108 minutes space. long, Hollanta. Yeah, it's, it's way too damned long. It looks really nice. Like, they clearly had, you know, nice equipment, nice cinematography, but it was just, it was boring as all hell. Yeah, that's about it. I wouldn't really recommend it. I suppose it has its audience, but I am not part of that audience. So... Nah. Nah, fam. Oh, is it me? Yes, uh, you. Yeah, as much as I hate to do it, I agree. <laughs> it is uh it is very well shot. It looks very nice. It is very very slow. Uh if there is an overarching message to it, I'm not 100% sure what it is. I think it's just a story about an alien lady who decides that maybe she doesn't want to eat the, the people anymore, but the then they set her on fire and burned her to death. The end. I'm... Yeah, I can't really recommend it. It's just, it's so slow. It's so slow. Never so slow. <laughs> How slow is it? It is as slow and meandering as my explanation. But yeah, definitely give this one a pass. 
you could watch maybe anything. It would at least be more entertaining. What do you think, Troy? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of also in agreement with you both. Um, this definitely like has like indie movie written all over it with, you know, the long ruminating shots of open land, like open roads and Scarlett Johansson's face and the, I guess, themes of isolation and trying to make a human connection. And I don't know, maybe, maybe like they could have played white town over it. And so, because you know, the, the female, the species is more deadly than the male. Um, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, I say if you're going to watch this guy's stuff, uh, watch, uh, the virtual insanity music video by, for Jamiroquai's song or, and, or watch, uh, karma police by Radiohead. Both of these were, both of those were directed by this guy and both of them are far more entertaining than this movie. So that's where I stand on that. I also say skip it. What are we watching next week? Chris. Well, next week kicks off the prophecy series. Where we're going to watch suggested by me. We're going to watch some if not all of the prophecy movies that is still being hotly debated. Yes. I mean the first 3 for certain because those form a story. The problem is is the next two also form their own little story, so we can't just watch 4 of them because that would make no goddamn sense. We got to find this one of them 5 week months. Maybe. Well, too bad. We're doing it anyway. That's right. So we'll start off with the first one, et cetera, so forth. And it's, yeah, we'll do them in numerical order. It's vaguely Christmas related because of angels. Exactly. Yes. Uh, there, there's no Jesus in it, but that's fine. No Santa Claus. That's fine, too. Jingle Jangle on Netflix has neither Jesus nor Santa in it, and it's still a good Christmas movie. I don't know what that is. I didn't know Santa and Jesus were two different people. I only watch the Hallmark Channel in the entire month of December normally. Now, watch Jingle Jangle on Netflix is a decent Christmas movie. If you, you know, if you want to watch, maybe with Mags, you know, would be good to watch it with. But, I mean, it's definitely for kids-ish. I just watch Santa Slay. With Goldberg? Yeah, on a loop. Nice. And appara- and sometimes I'll watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. Not like White Christmas or Black Christmas? No. Back to back? <laughs> yeah, that's quite the uh, tonal shift. Yeah. <laughs> I'll You're watch washing you. your hair with snow in one movie, and then the call's coming from inside the house in the next. So, Hotlanta. Yeah? What if other people want something, 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 something? Mm-hmm. Well... Facebook because of Slaughterhouse Princess. Uh, yes, Facebook because of Slaughterhouse Princess. Slaughterhouse Princess. Where the sole reason it exists. Uh, Slaughterhouse Princess podcast at gmail.com to email us directly. Uh, Twitter, Slaughter Prince, Reddit, SHP podcast, YouTube, Google, Play, something. Fuck, I don't know. Twister. It's good. Shut no, up. You're doing shut, great. Hey, shut Mister. up. Shut up. Stores, Discord, and Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. 
barking at your Alexis to make it bark Slaughterhouse Princess. And the rest. Yeah, great. You really knocked it out. Shut up. So uh, while our podcast think about movies, we'll drink about movies. I made Chris rub his eyes with that one. Bye. Make some beard balm or lip balm.